everybody. Welcome to the Recenter Podcast. Uh, we are starting a series on our Rhythms of Life booklet, which we have just introduced the revamped version. So the podcast you're going to hear is when we originally recorded it at the beginning of COVID in 2019. Um, and so this is the same content. However, we revamped the books and did some editing. And so we're re-releasing these podcast episodes to further the conversation, to continue to talk about what it's like uh, to engage with this Rhythms of Life booklet. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, we have them here at Center Church. You can stop by and grab one at any time. Um, But I just want to read to you a little bit of the intro of the Rhythms of Life book. It says this, the questions and practices in this Rhythms of Life guide are designed to help you live with Jesus at the center of your life. Centering your life on Jesus does not have to remain vague or abstract. There are practical things that we can do in order to more faithfully follow the way of Jesus. Jesus wants all of his followers to find rest and to experience the abundantly good life in his presence and plans. And we pray that this resource can help you to that end. So what is Rhythms of Life all about? The rhythms of your life are the regular patterns and schedules by which you live your life. For some, these rhythms are rushing out the door, maybe it's squeezing in a meal, checking your phone too much, or binge-watching a show, then crashing into bed too late at night. And for others, these rhythms can be life-giving relationships, planned and protected times of rest, generosity, and focused attention on God. We all have everyday things that we do and seasonal rhythms throughout the year. The question is not if you and I have rhythms of life, but rather, what are our rhythms of life? And are they healthy? As followers of Jesus, we strive to pattern our lives after his. That is the basic idea of what it means to be an apprentice or a disciple of Jesus. We should begin by listening to what he says, his words, what he does, his works, and the way he lives, his ways. Our aim is to live with Jesus as the central commitment so that we should pattern our own rhythms of life after his. And in this workbook, we're going to work through seven different life categories in which we will look at our life rhythms currently, and we'll look at what the rhythms of life are that Jesus wants us to step into, what he modeled, what he taught about. Uh, And so, yeah, you're going to listen in in this series, and we're going to have a further discussion for each one of those life categories. But go ahead and listen in as Eric and I open up the discussion on why we believe this Rhythms of Life booklet can be such a great tool in helping you apprentice to Jesus, to become more like Jesus, to practice the ways of Jesus, and find that rest and abundant life that Jesus promises that only comes from him in his ways. So today, Eric, we begin a conversation um, that's kind of been formulating in our hearts and in our minds for a while. We've heard a lot of different voices. We did the whole um, ruthless elimination of hurry with John Mark Comer that got interrupted uh, <laughs> near the end because of coronavirus coming. And uh, so we started doing these daily meditation and devotional things. But this is a continuation of that thought is really what I see. Uh, that uh, thought was that hurry was getting in the way of spiritual life and was mm-hmm. getting in the way of us really being in God's presence. Um, and hurry is one of the things that gets in the way. And this addresses that book addressed an issue and a topic. But what we want to look at now together, we want to create a hunger for and and illuminate the need for following Jesus' example mm-hmm. in establishing rhythms in our life that are going to bring us more fully into God's presence, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely, yeah. 
And so that's what we, we begin the journey today. We invite you to join us on it. Um, this is a very practical thing. It's not like one of those philosophical conversations where you walk away like, man, that's great. But we actually want to get down to brass tacks and give you guys next steps. And so we're creating a, uh, a packet to walk through and how to intentionally build your own personal rhythms of life mm -hmm. document. It's a living and breathing document that will be edited. But for now, we just kind of want to talk about the scriptural foundation for this or why we even think that this is something we should do. Yeah, that's a great introduction on that. So um, talking about life rhythms, uh, you know, there are, I think the spiritual life, and I think one of the greatest lessons and important lessons that we need to learn is how much control we do not have um, and letting go of that uh, desire to, to control and manipulate and grab things. But I think that point has been made over the past <laughs> right? three to four months. Who feels yeah. in control? Yeah, no one, right? I think that's for sure certain. And I think just... Yeah, I think it's beautiful that that's happened. While difficult, I think it could be really helpful. Um, but in that, we do have control and agency over a few things or a couple of things, and I think that's our time and our attention, right? And so the life rhythms that we're going to talk through are about how do we take our time and our attention and use them and, and craft a, a rhythm of life that allows us to um, access and uh, achieve what it is that we most deeply desire um and there and there are some folks who would say i don't i don't know what i desire <laughs> and that's okay mm -hmm. um hopefully some of our conversation can spark uh um can help them see here's here this is a life that i do want yeah. um maybe some folks are we talked a little briefly about some folks right now who maybe are experiencing the pain of life is not what i want it to be and in this season especially um, the things that we've used to medicate or to drown out those parts of us that are that haven't changed or yeah. that are wreaking havoc in our life. Escapist behaviors. Escapist behaviors, absolutely. Um, you know, anything with the word binge in front of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way that we approach our work, or the way, that, like you said, uh, binging on entertainment, things like that. Um, it's not working anymore, um, but we don't know how to change that. And hopefully, yeah. these life rhythms would be a vehicle that you can start to see transformation. Now, we did talk though, Zach, and I think it's very important to know that life rhythms or practices, they're not a transactional thing, correct? Right. Yeah, you said, um, because we're trying to be very conscientious of making sure that you guys understand this isn't a performance thing. This isn't a, um, you know, 12 tips to get the life you hmm. want now uh, thing. It's almost backwards and it's gonna feel a little counterintuitive and it's gonna feel a little passive um, in some ways. And what we want to say is that's okay, that the goal here is to take my life, my attention, my time, my treasure, my talent, all of me, my family, mm -hmm. and we want to more immerse that in the Spirit's presence. We want to be in the presence of God with all of those things, mm -hmm. and His presence will be what builds a hunger and transformation in our desires, our thoughts, um, the way we live. Now, we do have a partnership in that because by establishing the rhythms, we're placing ourselves there. We're going mm -hmm. to God's presence. We're running to him. We're setting aside time to be with him. We're intentionally training our children what it looks like to talk, to have relationship with him. But all of it's just about his presence being the place where we're going and right. how we get there. Uh, it's the destination and the, and the vehicle, we've heard it said. God's presence is both mm -hmm. the vehicle to get into his presence and the destination <laughs> of where we're headed, which is kind of a weird thing to think about. But 
Um, it's really cool when we start thinking about all of these rhythms are modeling what Jesus modeled in his life, mm-hmm. which was uh, he continually did things regularly to place himself and his disciples in God's presence mm-hmm. through prayer and through talking to the Father, uh, through going to temple, through sharing a meal, through all these things, mm-hmm. they were in God's presence and acknowledging God's presence and hungry for more of God's presence. Yeah. I think uh, that's all really helpful, by the way. Thank you. I think to make it earthy and to bring it even what's helpful for me to bring it into more of an understanding of what it actually is. If you think about it in a marriage relationship or a friendship or, you know, anything like that, um, you don't approach a relationship or you shouldn't approach a relationship that you are in um, with the idea to get something from them. Right. right? So when we are in a posture of earning uh, what tends to happen if you are in that posture in any relationship, you are not being your truest self typically. Right. Um, and you're, you're, you're putting on an act of some sort. You're hoping, performing. Yeah, exactly. Hoping for a result. And so in the same sense, when it comes to um, our relationship and being with God, the goal is not to earn God's favor, to earn God's love, or to earn even to earn uh, him to do something in us, yeah. like a change. Uh, it's the result of being with God right. that will happen. Um, but I just think that's very important because then you will show up without being your true self. Right. It's important to acknowledge that up front. I mean, I, we long for it in our relationships to be fully known and fully loved. And yet the funny thing is God is the one, one relationship where that's a guarantee. Like yeah. you can trust God. In fact, he has earned and shown over and over throughout scripture that trust is the best word. He's trustworthy, faithful, mm-hmm. right? So if you can go to anyone and just be completely broken and apart and yourself and still be loved, cherished mm. and cared for, that's in God's presence. And so that's really what we're trying to do is take these broken things. A lot of times we think of our mess standing between us and God, Mm. but it's really more like God is standing next to us, Mm -hmm. looking at our mess saying, Hey, I want to help you fix, to heal, Mm -hmm. to find restoration in these areas, to live more fully. That life abundant he talks about Mm -hmm. is when his healing and his presence is the ointment that, that fixes all the brokenness that sin and selfishness has brought into our lives. Mm. Right. Just by being with him, we become more like him, which is the life we were meant to live, which brings what we call the fruit of the spirit. Right. Suddenly we're experiencing joy and peace and patience. And we have this kindness that we don't know where it comes from. And those are all just from the presence of the spirit in our lives heavily. And so all of these rhythms are not about performing. So you're not, we're not coming to this thinking this is going to make me better, or I'm going to be really good at this. We're thinking, (laughs) how can I just set my schedule and set my attention up so it's in line, in harmony with God's presence. Um, yeah. uh, many of you have heard of Stephen Covey. He wrote Seven Seven Habits, I think, of, uh, I don't know. Well, aw- hold on. Awesome you know who person? would know? <laughs> Siri, Siri would know who Stephen Siri Covey Siri would know. Ask her. Siri, do you know Stephen Covey? I should record. Uh, so you should record hey, you asking if her. If I recorded me asking her, then we could put Siri as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the special guest this week. Siri, who is Stephen Covey? I don't think I have Siri turned on on my phone. I do. Seven habits of a highly effective people. Okay. 
So the quote uh, comes from many of you have heard of Stephen Covey. He's an author, wrote Seven Habits of, uh, of Highly Successful People, I think it is, right? Effective. Effective people, sorry. Um, and uh, while it's not Bible, um, John Mark Gomer actually joked and said it should have been. Um, but he says, we experience peace when our schedules are aligned with our values. Um, so it's merely, it's being proactive about how we shape in the, and, and we, like we talked about in previous podcasts, like what you give yourself to throughout your life is shaping you and forming you. Right. So, uh, life rhythms is going to be a way that we set ourselves up to be able to become the people that God wants us to be, um, and for us to experience life more fully and to become genuinely honestly more human yeah so if you're not experiencing peace in your life currently Mm -hmm. we may not realize it but all of us are already living by life rhythms so if you're not experiencing peace in your life there is a rhythm that you are living in that is robbing you of that peace so if you desire more peace a life rhythm is going to be able to provide that because again you are you're being intentional about putting yourself in a position to yeah. be able to experience that peace. Well, and Stephen Covey didn't mean this, but, <laughs> or maybe he did. I guess I don't really yeah. know enough about Stephen Covey to know his spiritual life and what he's like, but the fact that a fruit of the spirit is peace and the point of the spiritual rhythms is to place yourself in God's presence full of his spirit. Of course, a fruit of that's going to be peace. Like yes. when you're spending more time in God's presence through all these areas, your schedule just has more time in his presence with money, work, relationships, all of these things are being baptized in the spirit, being mm-hmm. just completely saturated in the spirit, then peace is a fruit of that right. that decision. And so the tension is, maybe you're sitting here listening like, I don't want to do, this sounds hokey, rhythms of life, what is that? What I want to say to you is that we're all currently living a rhythm of life. Yes. So it's not whether or not you want to live a rhythm of life, it's whether we recognize what our rhythms currently are right. and to what end they're serving. Um, the value of our time is in the purpose that it serves, mm-hmm. right? Like our time is in the purpose that it serves. So what is your time going to currently? What does your current rhythms of your life say that you prioritize, that you value? When you think about and dissect a day, a week, a month, a year, where's your time, treasure, talent? Where's all that going? Right. What's the repeatable thing that you're noticing? Um, and so that's what kind of like the first thing to do before we build one is to kind of pause from all the distraction of social media, the busyness of life, all those things, and just to observe and to listen to the Holy Spirit. Like, what is he saying? Look at the fruit I'm getting of anxiety and worry and fear. These rhythms are producing this fruit in me. Mm-hmm. So I need to ask the Spirit to convict and redeem and help me to repent of these rhythms and reclaim them yes. to be placed in his presence. Yes. So after taking some time to look through your life and, and the rhythms that you currently are living in and what that's uh, the what that's creating in you, the, the lack of peace or whatever it might be, uh, now we're going to talk about how you rebuild and after you have kind of t- torn those down, how do you rebuild um, a life that, that actually brings rhythms to align with the peace that we desire um, to help us turn these ideas into a reality and actually live in alignment with our deepest desire and then help us experience that peace. Uh, so I want to share um, Romans 12, uh, 1 and 2 um, is, uh, I think, Andrew or Andrew Peterson. He's a musician. Eugene Peterson. He's a great musician. He's a great musician. This is a plug for Andrew Peterson for those of you who don't know who he is. Listen to him. He's so good. Read his books. Yes. But 
uh, Eugene Peterson, a uh, great pastor, uh, wrote the, uh, the Message Bible. Um, the way he puts Romans 12, 1, 2, uh, about presenting yourselves as a living sacrifice, I think says this beautifully. He says, so here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. So looking in these next seven episodes, I think we're doing on this, we're going to talk about our ordinary sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, Mm -hmm. the various facets of that life. And what are some practical tools that we could look at putting in place that will help us to present those things as an offering to God? Yeah, it'll be, they'll just be like buckets for you to kind of think of your life, um, for example, I'll just give one of the buckets will be relationships. So that for every person you're going to spoiler alert, think Zach. through relationships. Jeez. I should have said spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert. But like you're going to, you know, if you're a family man or single or if you're, you know, um, retired and a grandparent, your relationships change throughout life. Mm-hmm. And so the cool thing about this rhythms or life rhythms is that those rhythms can change with yeah. you. Right. But they're intentionally placing your relationships in God's presence with yeah. God's help yeah. as a sacrifice, as Romans 12 says. So that's all we're going to do is give you the buckets to look through your life. And then and then with God in listening to him in humility, asking him, what do you want me to do with my relationships, Lord? And then intentionally building your rhythms so that your schedule, time, and talents are in line with that. Yeah. That's the gist of what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, and if I, if I could, just in that rebuilding these rhythms, and as we journey through this together on this, this time, um, I'm excited to do that and to hear about how this is helping people and see for Zach and I as well. I mean, we're not experts at this. We're journeying along with you as well. Um, a couple of things that I think are practical helps is starting simple and small. Mm-hmm. Um, so let love and your desire to receive and know God's love be what motivates you. Um, don't look for this, as we've talked about already, this transactional. Let this desire to, knowing, uh, to know and experience God's love more deeply be what motivates you. Um, so like, there's this understanding that I've read um, that generally an hour a day with God will lead to transformation. Um, for those of you listening who don't have a regular time of God already, don't start there. Right. Don't go an hour. <laughs> right. Start where you are. Um, it may be a 10-minute time in the morning for you to have some focused time of, of silence and to just be in God's presence and to, to understand that. But don't start. You don't be a hero in this. Right. That's not the intention, right? Um, being specific. Uh, is super important. So um, we can talk high in the clouds, this idea, um, but I think it's really important as we go through these next seven weeks. But something else that Eric, you know, he said, he said, keep it simple, keep it specific. Um, And then I just want to add this idea of choosing the gold over the silver. The world is full of silver. There's tons of good things in the world around us. Start by just thinking, what's the gold? What is the mm. most important thing? And I'm just going to choose the one for now. Mm, yeah. I'm going to choose the one most important thing now, and I'm going to go after that in this area of my life. Yeah. And, and be okay letting all the silver fall by the side for yeah. now. Yeah. Now, God might move you in seasons where you can pick up more and more of that. But to begin, we are people who have way too many options, way too many things yeah. vying for our attention. And yeah. so then we do nothing well. And so, so part of starting simple is choosing the gold over yeah. the silver. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I love the idea of going after the gold. Um, and that's again, starting where you're at in that same mindset, like finding that one thing and, uh, experiencing, um, success in that. And sometimes, not sometimes I'd say more often than not, that means subtraction and not addition. So don't look to add 
a bunch of things on your list, um, especially if you you achievers out there. This is not you're not to be a hero and figure this out. And I can do six different things now. And now I'm going to be this godly person. Like it may mean. Uh, and in this season, obviously, we have been there's been a lot that's been subtract subtracted from us. Um, so do less and create more space in your life to perhaps go after that one goal that you like you mentioned. Um, and I think it's important to take into account your season of life. You know, some of you listening are, um, you know, are single. Some of you listening are newlyweds. Some of you listening have children running around your house. Uh, and some are beyond that now. Um, your season of life and where you're at in your relationship with um, Jesus factor into this as well. So in the monastic tradition, they had the bells that would ring every certain hours uh, that were a call to prayer for the monastic order. And that would be this reminder of this rhythm of life that they had. Right. Um, we could, those of us with family and young kids, um, the, the bells in our life could be an interruption from my daughters, right? Or from your kids. That can be a call to prayer and a reminder when that happens that your life is actually not your own. Um, so um, using what God has given you, and taking into account your seasonal life. And again, this should be life giving. This yeah. should not be a burden. God does not place this as a burden. It is not a burden, I hope. It is not a burden for those of you to spend time with your best friend, to spend time with your wife or husband. Uh, hopefully that's life giving and joyful and something that you desire. In the same way, God does not desire for us to experience time with him to feel burdensome. Uh, and I promise you this, and I know Zach can say this, we can say this with confidence, I promise you, if you give yourself to this life, you will experience transformation in deep ways. And I will tell you, you will not be the one who will be the best gauge of that. So don't look for uh, yourself to say, I've really changed in this. Where you'll see it is hopefully in the community and the relationships around you when people say, I've noticed you're less like this right now. Man, you used to be so angry and you seem to be less angry. Um, man, I used to sit down with you and you couldn't hold a conversation without interrupting and you were distracted so much. Uh, you pre you're present with me now. Um, that's where you're going to see that, uh, that transformation, that change happen and you become more like Jesus. And the beauty of it, guys and gals, is it's, that's not, it's not even the purpose. It's just the byproduct that we become more like Jesus. And the joy of that and experiencing the love and the grace and the freedom to be more of a whole human being, um, it's, there's nothing like that. I mean, it's what we are made to do and what we're made to live for. And we talked earlier about this lack of peace. To experience that wholeness and that shalom, as the scriptures speak of what peace is, that uh, when everything is, is right and put together and complete, to experience that life, that peaceful life, is what we were made for, right? Yeah, it's uh, realigning, um, putting everything back. In. And I like rhythms is kind of a, it's a musical term. Like we're coming nice. in tune with, with God's spirit and the way he wanted us to live. Mm. Um, and so, guys, this, is, this episode, first episode, is really kind of a big overview. It's hopefully to get you excited about the journey of uh, developing these rhythms of life. And again, I just want to I just want to acknowledge you already have a rhythm of life. What we're trying to do is give you the tools and the framework to kind of build your life so it's centered and focused on Jesus and His presence to transform you. 
Um, it's going to be fun. And also keep in mind, this is a lifelong thing. This isn't yeah. like for the next six months we're going to do this. This is more like we're trying to give you a way and a tool to really intentionally be apprenticed by Jesus, yes. to become like him, to be with him, to become like him, and to do what he would do if you were you, which is yeah. basically exactly the way John Mark Comer kind of phrases the the buckets for these is how do we get in God's presence? How do we learn from Jesus? And then how do we do what, what, what Jesus would do if he were us? Absolutely. Um, and so just realize that's where all this is coming from. It's not coming from a religious spirit to give you more structures and frameworks to live in. It's actually to set you free to, to put more of your life in the presence of Jesus, to sit at his feet and to learn from him, the easy yoke, the secret of the easy yoke. Mm. And so he's created and modeled a life that is worth imitating. Let's do that together. That's the point of these life rhythms. Absolutely. What an adventure. I'm excited to, to do this as a community and to see what, what God will bring about in people's lives and miss this and the journey together. Eric, could you pray uh, to end our time together? I would love to. Um, just take a deep breath first and just pause. God, it is so good to be in your presence to experience just the beauty that we get to be in right now as we record in this just gorgeous day today, Lord. We're thankful for the way your creation reminds us that we are um, part of a larger story and part of a larger, um, just a big God, um, that you just desire beauty sometimes just because it's beautiful, God. God, help us to behold you and to seek you and to just merely love you for being you and help us to just be with you and not want things from you. As we talk through these rhythms, Lord, I pray and hope um, that that can be true for us. We just want to be with you and not look for you to give us something. Uh, to gaze at your beauty and to be taken with how beautiful you are. Would you quiet our hearts mm-hmm. and give us a resolve to be with you? God, you always give us your presence. As we journey these next six weeks, seven weeks, God, give us the tools. God, speak through us um, and give us the tools as your people to be able to be more with you so that we could become like you and that we could be and move in this world as you would, Lord, to a hurting world and to us who we need you. We pray this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for listening as we relaunch the Rhythms of Life podcast series. I also wanted to let everyone know that we have a Rhythms of Life retreat coming up April 30th, 2022. It'll run from 8.30 in the morning till 2 p.m. We want you guys to join us at the Mary and Joseph Spiritual Retreat House in Mundelein, and it'll be a time of directed spiritual retreat. Man, we're going to have a chance to worship together, to learn about some spiritual disciplines. We'll have time for you to get alone and practice these spiritual disciplines. Uh, We want you to then add them to your spiritual um, rhythms of life plan within the booklet. Uh, This is a great time to get away, to really be intentional, to pray, to think, to hear, to learn, uh, and to just create this rhythms of life plan that's going to help us be more intentional at placing Jesus at the center of our lives. And we're really going to focus at this retreat on abiding, getting away in silence and solitude, praying, journaling, and listening. Please join us. 
if you're able, there is going to be childcare available at the church. Uh, so if you want more information, I'm going to put the link to register and all of the details right there in the show notes for this podcast episode and every podcast episode in the Rhythms of Life series that we're relaunching. Again, we want to invite you to continue with us on this journey through the Rhythms of Life podcast as we unfold each one of these seven life categories coming up. If you don't have one of the Rhythms of Life booklets, feel free to stop by on a Sunday. We have them under the seats in the auditorium as well as at the guest services counter where you can grab one of those. Thanks again for listening, and we're just praying that you guys find the peace that comes only from Jesus. Have a great day.